this week, free life advice, like how to get laid without the internet, and where to steal hair care products if you're black. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the Supreme Court of Fake Outrage. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is the fruity drinking Phil Causey. Yes, the fruity drinking. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was hoping you were going to give me an adjective based on the fact that I just got done fixing something. Yeah. But you went in the totally opposite angle. It made me sound girlier. Yes. So, yeah, that's good. Just for context, I had to, I fixed something in Sandeep's apartment just now. And also, I'm drinking a grapefruit highball. Yes, and him, uh, Phil and Bill, our guests, were uh, talking amongst themselves how they'll never share this with the outside world. Yeah, no, and no, I quietly listened, knowing yeah. that I would uh, have to bring this up on the, yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, so we, we're drinking grapefruit-flavored canned highballs right now. Although, in our defense, we're only drinking it because it was what was in your apartment left over from the Super Bowl. Yes, we had so, a Super Bowl party. My yeah. friend Sonia brought over the great... She brought four for herself, and two remained. Yes, and, so uh, well, she, she killed all four of those herself. She brought, killed two of those, and then you guys had the... There were four in a pack. Oh, okay. There we go. And uh, the aforementioned Bill... Bill Schaefer is our guest today. Bill, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. Bill's a good friend of mine, and also uh, UCB that. house team member. And you run a bunch of shows in Brooklyn, right? We always introduce our guests up top. That's correct. Yes. I'm on a, I'm on an on a, uh, improv house team at UCB, and then I run two shows in Brooklyn, one at Talon Bar and one in uh, Velvet, Brooklyn. Um they're fun shows, guys. Yeah, so if you're in New York City... Do you do voiceover work? Thanks. No, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed a compliment was coming. I jumped in way too quick. What is in this highball, man? Uh, <laughs> do you do you have phone sex with your wife, at least? Or oh, do something like that? Uh, Are you making use of this voice of yours? No. Uh, you know what? I did take a voice, uh, voice acting class a few years ago. But to like get work doing that, you got to make a reel. And that shit is expensive. You have to do what? Make, make a like reel. a reel. It's like, like $1,600 to do. I didn't have time to do it, but... I don't know. Maybe someday. Fun fact. Uh, the former co-host who moved away, the other brown guy, a Jay, used to do that. And he he got his done. It sounds fucking amazing. He had like a like a reel of like different, you know, fake ads of him being like, check out Verizon Wireless kind of kind of mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. And, and yeah, he he it is expensive. I, I'm sure it cost him at least a few hundred dollars to do or at least the cost of a good mic. Yeah. There we go. And. So you are also half black, and that's going to come in play in a minute here <laughs> as a teaser. No, we, we always have to say that because sometimes we cover stories on this show that could be perceived as offensive, mm-hmm. and we like to let everybody know right up front sometimes, that, that we're woke. Sometimes. We're woke. We're the woke I like kids. to think that there's someone listening to this podcast being like, that guy's black. They sell me car insurance. Like, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people, it's more like you know obvious than others. Right. But with a name like Bill. You know, oh, yeah. You don't you like you have you have a deep voice, but you're unfortunately half white, so you didn't get the full on like the soul voice. You I didn't did get not. that whole. <laughs> I did not get the soul voice. <laughs> so, other than the two uh, shows in Brooklyn, anything else going on right now creatively that you're doing? Nah, dude. Uh, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Uh, I mean, Phil and I run an open mic together. That's always cool, meeting interesting cast of characters. But other than that. Yeah, that's it. Dude. That's mostly for the comics who might be listening. Yeah, Bill and I do run a, a killer open mic on Tuesday nights here in the city. Okay, let's get started with some outrage. Oh, you want to hop right in? Oh, wait, oh wait, were we, were we doing something else? I don't know. Yeah, fuck it, we're hopping right in. Uh, do you want to do mine or yours first? What do you think today? Oh. I, I did mention he's black already. All right, let's do one, the black yeah, one then. Okay, we're doing your, <laughs> we're doing the black one first. That's right. You see how progressive we are on the fake uh, outrage report? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
like uh, we're we're putting black issues front and center. Yeah, that's yeah. How progressive. We are. This one, this one's very important. Apparently, okay. So this story comes to us from our home state of New York, which we haven't had before. I've had think. a few. Okay, all yeah. right. Then I, I misspoke. But it's local <laughs> enough. Uh, so a Walmart in Riverhead, New York, which is on Long Island, came under fire for locking up black hair care products. Uh, they kept the black hair care products in a locked case, whereas the presumably non-black hair care products were out in the open. You know, why, why were they locking them up, Sandeep? I think uh, I think Bill was buying all of them or taking all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill has a full head of hair. I, 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 uh, Bill has awesome throw. hair, too, yeah. by the way. When I read this story, I'm like, who do I know who's black who we could do a hair care story with? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Bill. Patricia Fulford, who at least, I'll say this, for our fake, at least Patricia Fulford is black. And it was a black person actually getting outraged. Oh, it wasn't like a white girl from Brooklyn. Who it was, was like, not a white person. Walmart are members of the Klan because mm-hmm. of this. Like it wasn't one of those yeah. situations. At least we're actually listening to the to the, the race, the effective someone, the, the complaining person was of the affected race. And what did she say? So this is progress, I guess, for our show. For, but for outrage. She yeah. was shopping there and she's like, you know, she, she saw this and she went to the manager to ask why the black hair care products were locked up. And she's like, he didn't have an answer. And she's like, I said, are you saying only black people steal and that white people don't steal out of Walmart? And uh, and then and then she said, I said, that's discrimination. Uh, In her defense, actually, you know what? I- I've been to many a Walmart. I'm from rural America. And uh, Walmarts are mostly populated by just white people, like the vast majority of them. So if the argument is that people are stealing, then I think that guaranteed nationally more white people are stealing shit than black people. Uh, I would love to hear a statistic on it. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know the, uh, the actual law statistics and also people are going to be getting away with stealing shit. So there's no way to actually quantify this, but yeah, Walmart is like mostly a white people thing. Well, I think they do quantify it. I mean, they, they know do. like okay. what their inventory is and what, like what's not accounted for. This is, Oh, you know, you're right. So yeah. you're saying, so you're saying that, Wait, so the <laughs> so the manager of the store, so they were they were trying to say like, oh, the black hair care products kept disappearing, so we locked them up. Is That's that exactly what, what happened. So in a statement, <laughs> oh, boy. Walmart, <laughs> oh boy, Walmart said, we do not tolerate discrimination of any kind at Walmart. We serve more than 140 million customers weekly, crossing all demographics. Yeah, 136 uh, million of them are white. I guarantee you. The statement sounds good so far. We're waiting for the butt. Uh, and are focused <laughs> on meeting the, their needs while providing the best shopping experience at each store. We're sensitive to this situation and also understand, like other retailers, some products such as electronics, automotive, cosmetics, and other personal care products are subject to additional scrutiny. Those determinations are made on a store-by-store basis using data supporting the need for heightened measures. So they are claiming to have some data saying that the, those products um, are getting lifted more than the other products. Yeah, and you know what's funny, too, is it's it, I've been to some like CVSs and shit where they lock up uh, other like self-care products that are more expensive where they lock oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like they lock up razor blades. Condoms are always locked Condoms. up Condoms. Yeah. Uh, the Rogaine in some stores is locked up, and I noticed that because I'm a fucking 32-year-old male. Uh, sometimes that shit's locked up because that stuff's not... I mean, it's not expensive, but it's yeah. one of the more expensive things you're going to find at like a CVS. Yeah, so that the, is locked up. They do lock up the more expensive stuff, but what yeah. Patricia's Fulford's argument was, she was like, most of the hair care products were like ranged between $1 uh, and $25. What were the name of some of these products, by the way? Like, did they name oh. what the products were? Uh, were the, were they no, stereotypically but, black products, or were they well, actually? That's what Patricia said. Um, 
was it like soul glow? Like what was the fucking like, because I, I don't know anything. I'm glad Bill you're here. Cause I know nothing about hair care products. I just use cheap, regular shampoo. <laughs> no. So I guess there's a whole world of black hair care products. Is that a thing? Like, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, there, there, there is, I guess my question is, is that if you go to like a Walmart or CVS or something, it's mm-hmm. pretty generic there. Like if you want like really good black hair care products, you shouldn't be going to Walmart for it in the first place. Uh, so, like, so I'm like, what is actually there? What are they locking? Cause like, if you look like it's like the Maybelline or whatever, they just have yeah. like the box that has the black chick on. That's the one for like, you know, the black hair. That's the extent of it. Unless there's like cocoa butter or something. I there's mean, a lot I, of I, olive oil based products. I'm looking at a picture. Um, oh, yeah, you true. have to educate the entire Indian and white audience now on Dude, black uh, hair care products. Bill? Black hair care products contain it's, olive oil. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, actually, uh, black hair products, um, because of the, um, the consistency, that's not the right word, consistency of the hair. Um, some of the, um, chemicals you find in normal, like shampoo and stuff is actually like damaging to this type of hair. So you need a lot more like olive oil, aloe vera based. Oh, things. yeah. That's a real thing. Isn't the word, uh, kinky. Is that, is that the right wrong? wrong oh the, God. Uh, Send your letters to Phil. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I am just asking questions about things I know nothing about. Is that, a, is that a correct word or yeah, am I no, using can, that in the wrong context? No, you can use that, right? Kinky, Fuck yeah. Kinky, nappy. Just don't. No, I thought you can't use nappy because didn't someone get in trouble? Don Imus did. No, they said, he, he ca- said nappy headed hoe. Yeah, that's yeah, what the yeah, problem was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you qualify by saying, I don't know the correct word, is it nappy? That's fine. But to just come out real hot and be like, <laughs> nappy headed hoe. I mean, no, don't say that. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty cut and dry. I think, uh, yeah, but that, that, that is. Um, <laughs> nappy headed hoe. Yeah, but stop. Yeah, but listen now. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so you were explaining kinky hair to me. No, the, the, the um, cause here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, so I am, I'm, a, I'm a person of color, but I'm actually very uneducated on how to like do my hair, honestly. So I did a lot of research on it, and it is like, um, yes, Phil, you're looking at me like you want to say something. Well, just for, for reference, for those who don't know Bill, he has like what would be considered like a like a half fro. It's half, an it's an afro. Dude. You you got an afro, brother. You're 2019. So yeah. you know a thing or two at least about taking care of you have to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So but the big one is that there's a lot of chemicals in the standard um stuff, your standard head and shoulders, uh conditioners and whatnot. They're going to be very damaging to your scalp and to your hair and aren't going to do it justice because our hairs are different. Your guys' hair is straight. Mine will nap up and kink up and I'll look that'll it'll get all dreadlocky. That's not a look. What does nappy mean, by the way? I don't know, dude. I just know it's used to describe my hair sometimes. What? I think it, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think it means the more like, you know, it's more kinky as well. Like it's, it's thick and not straight. Well, what, what does kinky mean? Well, you use the term to describe the black hair. I you know, I wanted him to explain it to me because oh. I don't understand. I love how the Indian guy jumped in to correct me about the black guy's hair, by the way. <laughs> just for reference. Yeah. I think I think it's just the texture of the hair. Like, yeah, for the example, texture, like, like, like if I fall asleep and I when I fall on one side, my hair is like matted down. It is tangled. Like it is forever changed. Whereas your hair, you're gonna roughly stay the same. Like it yeah, might lose yeah. its shape, but it's not gonna like be like fucking change if well, that i can sense. throw a little water in it and run a comb through it and it'll be fine yes like are you saying that yours would take like like half the day to like puff back up uh yes 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 um so no, yeah so no. if i ever see you uh with a hat one of the weeks I uh, you'll out. never see me in a hat because it, it just undoes all of the uh also my hair for example is also so big it doesn't look that big right now but when i come out of the shower and i pick it straight out i get about another four inches on this thing yeah and like as it dries it just kind of shrinks so till i keep that moisture in your hair you need certain products that are not going to be in your 
Do you have like a impact. like a spray or something? Like, what do you typically use? Um, I don't have a spray, but so, no. Sometimes you just use like uh, standard um, aloe vera gel. That's really good. And then there's a. Uh, and then there's a. Uh, that's what that's what white people use for sunburns. Yeah, it's good so. for it's good for black hair. You who would have thought? And then <laughs> you there's that? there is this thing. Um, my mom, my mom is Jamaican, and she has some hair product that she put in my hair. I think it's just called like curl cream. I don't know. That keeps it like. Is that available at Walmart, or do you have to go to like an uptown barber shop for that? Shocked if it, I, I, dude. That's something you find like in a Jamaican like Caribbean store. You're not gonna find <laughs> that. I don't. Walmart is not shilling the good hair stuff at Walmart. Like I'd be shocked. Uh, I always wondered what is Jerry Curl. I know that that's the, the Michael Jackson it, cut. Yeah, I know that. A, but like, what is it? Is it an oil? Is it a, like a cream? It, or? It's, it's an it's an oil. Okay. It's a cream. Yeah, it, and it's a thing. Doesn't that doesn't that fuck your hair up permanently though? I don't think so. I read somewhere. And by speaking of Jerry Curls, Sandeep Sen in his bedroom. <laughs> the first thing you see if you ever walk into Sandeep Sen's bedroom, he has a massive thriller poster right next it's to his fucking massive. bed. It's not massive. It's like a pa- it's the size of a piece of paper. He like has like an by 8 13. by 10 of thriller right next to his bed for some fucking reason. <laughs> and that, that's what a Jerry... How do you not know anything about Jerry Curl but you have that up? Well, I know that that's what they... When the people call it a Jerry Curl, that's, the st- that's what it looks like. But what, many, I'm saying what is the thing? How many women ask you questions about that when they come home with you? Do you know how to spell Jerry Curl? No. Uh, yes, J-H-E-R-I. <laughs> Look how fucking woke I am, motherfuckers. All right, so back to the outrage at Walmart. So this woman's mad that the, the, that the cheap shit version of uh, black hair care products are not available... At her local Walmart, not in a cage. Is that, is that word right? Is that correct? And saying? Walmart is claiming they. I think they're saying in not so many words. They have data saying that more of the black hair care products are getting stolen. Thus, they had to lock it up. That's what. What was the name and of the town this Walmart was in? Riverhead. Riverhead, Long Island. Yeah, Riverhead, New York. Okay. Riverhead went strongly for Trump. I'm gonna guess. Uh, well, it's on Long Island, so maybe I don't know. But, yeah, you know, all right. So when it comes to a lot of times, a question like this is like assume the assume something is true, and then carry that logic forward and see if it makes sense. But I mean, if if the implication is that some white people at Walmart got together and been like, let's just fuck with black people and lock up their <laughs> shit, it doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. Like I. <laughs> Although uh, I tend to see like it makes sense if they notice like some items getting lifted more often. Depending on what part of Long those. Island you're on, that might have actually happened. That's, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> it's like let's let's fuck with our business base. You know, let's let's make less money. I don't think people get together and be like, let's l- make less money. Oh, yeah. I just, and if white things were getting stolen or other items were getting stolen, I think they would lock those up. But they're you know they're just going by what what's getting what's getting stolen. That would be my that would be my guess. It's like you want to play the okay, fine. Let's say it is true. And then put the logic backwards. Yeah. So no, I hear, I hear that. That makes sense. I don't know. So the the, the, the law. So they said a lawsuit against the company over a similar situation is underway in California. And um, oh, Walmart recently removed the locks from the Riverhead store. Oh, good. After this complaint <laughs> after this made, made the news. We have freed the product. <laughs> we have freed the whatever. Uh, what was it called? Curl cream. Curl, curl curling cream. The Jerry curl cream. Uh, the cocoa butter, the shea butter. Uh, That's one hairstyle I love to see come back into style. Oh my god, that'd be so fun, wouldn't it? Jerry Curl. If that came because some people were trying to bring the flat top back about three, four years ago when uh, when Iman Shumpert, right? Fucking because I saw oh, some yeah. high school kids walking around the city, and I'm like, oh no, you guys have no idea the damage you're doing to your future. That one is coming back. Yeah. That wait, wait, why, why the are they doing their future? What's wrong with the flat top? Okay, okay, look, I this is gonna come off as racist, but they look goofy, do they not? 
I think I think that looks like it's a ridiculous haircut. Is it? I mean, it's not as bad as the the 1990s white people bowl cuts that we had, mm-hmm. but it's it's in major leagues of goofy haircuts. I guess I think, I think it depends on the height of the flat top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay. if, like like an Elon Shumper flat top is insane. Only only if you're like a professional basketball player can you rock that. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, if it's like a if it's an okay sized one, it's fine. Well, no, I like think. you can do a flat top because if you do the, the, uh, the make it tight on the sides, it almost looks like a military cut mm-hmm. in some ways. But yeah, if you have like, because he had what, a good four and a half, five. Yeah, his up. went up. It was so big. <laughs> I liked his. <laughs> I guess I'm only he looked like <laughs> Gerald from Hey Arnold. Like it was very, very high. <laughs> it was distinctive. I thought he looked I like, but I didn't, I, he looked, he looked like more average. Like after he, he took the hair, I'm like, I like the distinctive No, again, hair. but that works if you're a basketball player. It's going to be tough to get a job at, I don't, I don't know. Oh, job well. of benefits with that haircut. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you are a, uh, it's not like a face tattoo, is it? The flat top. No, haircut. no, it's not quite as bad as as like a teardrop tattoo or some crazy shit like that. But it's definitely, uh, you know, it, it, I don't. It, it just, I, I think it's a goofy looking thing. And 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 hey, you know what? If you can rock it and pull it off, all the power to you. Because I'm sure that if you look through pictures of me throughout my life, I've had some goofy ass fucking mm-hmm. haircuts people could make up for. I'm trying to look up racial makeup of this town. And uh, there's no information on Wikipedia. Usually it's oh, listed. No. I don't Yeah, no. I, I'm very, very... Con- oh, here we go. The racial makeup was 89.8% white Whoa. and 2.2% black. That's not that big of a black population. So is it, so if people outraged about this, is it just her and like six of her friends who were mad about this? It's probably her and six of her friends, and that section is probably so small. It is... It is a shelf yeah. of, of items. Um, Sandy, to your point, it's like, yeah, you like take the take the evidence as like truth or whatever. And like, that makes sense. And it's one of those things that probably like there was no malicious intent. But then when you take a step back, you're like, oh, wow, this this does seem very tone deaf. But you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. The optics. How does this? Look yeah, the optics of yours. Like, yeah, damn. Oof. <laughs> Either lock everything up or don't lock anything. Like, I, like it's it's very, very tough. My thing is this, though. And one thing that you said in the statement earlier, you said they use data and they do it from store to store. So if this particular Walmart, there happen to be hair care products disappearing at, does that mean that like at like a Walmart in Alabama, like they have to lock up like the fishing lures or some shit? <laughs> it, you know, they say it varies. Like whatever's getting stolen more. Maybe they, that's. They, they yeah. Lock, you know? So I. I mm. This is a tough one for me. What, what, okay, you know what? We got to do the ruling at some point. Sandy, what do you think about this? Oh, fake outrage. You're going to fake outrage? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I don't want to vote against the black people because I scored a bunch of woke points earlier for knowing how to spell Jerry Curl correctly. Dude, that was huge for you, man. <laughs> Wasn't that pretty awesome? You're doing better than Bernie Sanders right now because you know how to spell Jerry. Bernie Sanders, fucking, he can play basketball better than me, though, even at his age. Okay. Have you seen that motherfucker? Do you see that that video that came out on him? I don't know if it got, like, well, not leaked, but somebody took a phone video of him. He was just cranking layups. He hit like 15, 20 in a row. I believe that it. motherfucker can play basketball. Jewish Bernie Sanders? Yes. Not like a joke. Current Sanders or like? Yes. Bernie Sanders, a politician, can play fucking ball. Was this video from like 20 years ago or no? No, from like, from like the last campaign. He, he, he was just unwinding on the court, shooting yeah. some layups, shooting some free throws, <laughs> yeah. and just draining everything. How, how did he not win the black vote after fucking pulling I, that it's, up? It's, it's insane because he's. He's a black guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Uh, you know, I'll go fake outrage with you because I think the data thing is where it, it uh, here, but here's the thing. If that was a national policy that they had, like we're blocking up all the black people, Clark products or whatever, then yeah, that would definitely be legit. But hey, if that, if that one store people were jacking that certain thing, I feel like it might, might've been the measures they had to take. So I'll, I'll go fake with you and Bill, I'm, what do you, what do you think about this? I think, I think Walmart is a little tone deaf, but ultimately if the data is there, it's justified. So, uh, fake outrage yeah i mean you're right yeah so now we're gonna go from walmart up into the sky oh that's right we oh, uh, this baby. is the second story we've ever had that took place on an airplane the first one was like one of our very first episodes and this one here has to do with delta airlines and coca-cola so not one but two major corporations are involved <laughs> in this one Sadiq. we don't we don't usually get to bring two down at once so this one is uh took place uh, on a well not really on a specific flight but people were mad at Delta Airlines and Coca-Cola for being, quote, quote, creepy for a cross-promotional napkin set they had. And on this, this is what happened is you get on the plane and they hand out the drinks and all that stuff. And on the napkin, the front of the napkin said, because you're on a plane full of interesting people and hey, you never know. And then on the backside, there was a blank to put your name and phone number. And then a little a caption that said like that it like hey it's an old school thing to do but like give this to your plane crush, all right? Uh, I I don't know man. This one is another one that's kind of weird to me. I mean I don't okay. Want to so there's a napkin, uh, and then and yeah. you can and uh, and uh, you can say you could give this to your plane crush, write your phone number, and give the napkin to yeah. that person. Just like it was the 1980s, you know? Because back yeah. then you nobody had fucking smartphones. So you had to actually find a pen and write a. You know, write the number down. I remember having to write my number down and play, uh, early on. Early on, yeah. yeah you're not quite from that generation, but you're, you know, you're, you got a few years on me, but not yeah. many. Did you, did you ever do that? Did you ever like write your number down for a chick, or did she ever write yeah. your number down for you on, a, on napkins on a book of matches at the bar? Yeah. yeah. One time, I tried to write my my number down for a lady, but I was so drunk and I couldn't remember my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I took like five tries. <laughs> And I had a legal pad with me, and rather than like breaking the paper up into little sections, I just started getting a new page each time. So I went through like five, just going, ah, crimping, and then she left. Yeah, <laughs> that's the right move because because here's the thing though: if she would have seen you fail to write your own number six times, she'd be like, "Well, this guy is shit faced." <laughs> so I've gotten great away. numbers, then lost the napkin, or the napkin is like all crumpled up, and you can't read it. Oh, oh it's the worst. Nothing worse than like doing all the work to get the number. And then you can't use the number. Yeah. Oh, man. Because you accidentally blew your nose with it. These so, fucking millennials with their goddamn hinge and fucking Tinder and then they just, <laughs> just sit on their ass. No work going in. And then they're just getting texting dick pics and tit pics to each other. Individual Fuck tit these picks? people, man. You don't understand how hard it was to... Just all the, all the sex stuff is so easy with you people. Just fucking porn on the internet the whole time. <laughs> I had to masturbate to ABC Wild World of Sports, the fucking figure skating on Saturday when my parents took a nap upstairs. We had the one TV, ABC Wild, didn't have cable, no cable TV, no no movies. You know, that, that's actually, if you're going to jack to anything, that, that's not a bad jack material. That's right. Figure they're, skating. They're amazing. They have their amazing bodies. The skirts are all f- f- yeah. f- and, and then, fluffy and just... F- I imagine the, the nipping up hard, against right? the, there's, there's, cold? You know, I see their, you know, I see their underwear because their skirts is <laughs> flipping up over themselves, and it's so. Uh, what's it? I feel like we, we triggered Sandeep with this story somehow, Bill. I don't know what, what's right, going on. Right. I get Sears, the Sears fucking underwear catalog ad, catalog <laughs> ad. It was in the Sunday newspaper, and it was like the newspaper material. It wasn't night the nice glossy Victoria's Secret. 
The sun sometimes it's black and white. I had to fucking jerk off to black and white Sears <laughs> fucking moms with their with these panties that were like granny panties. That's all we had to do. And these fucking people with their goddamn they don't have, they don't lose napkins. They just sit on their they just sit on their bed and just get ten matches. Well, okay, so porn acquisition aside, let's get back to Delta Airlines, Cindy, but <laughs> thank you for that. Um, so yeah, this is what people had to do. They had to write their number on a napkin. <laughs> no, they had to write their number on a napkin. And now the Delta does it, and now it's offensive. It's offensive to actually put in some fucking work and to grow a pair of goddamn balls to try to meet the opposite sex. It's offensive. Well, I know how Sandeep's going to rule on this one. Uh <laughs> yeah, he might he might have tipped his hand a little early. So anyway, uh, so someone said, uh, obviously, this is a social media Twitter outrage thing. One person said, yeah, why would I want a number? I can just get 14,000 <laughs> matches by swiping, by going, moving, by moving my finger uh, one inch. Why uh, would anyone want to actually express interest to me in person? Why? That's so creepy. They use the fucking word creepy for an actual face-to-face -face interaction where someone <laughs> asked them to call them. I'd rather people jerk it on my... I'd rather people look at my bikini pics on their bed and jerk it. Someone I don't even know, and then fucking send me a creepy message online. That's so much more normal than someone giving me their phone number to to me at fully clothed in person. <laughs> All right, this has been love connection with Sean Apesen. Um, so. One of the people said on the social media, on, I think it was Twitter, they said, quote, pretty sure no one appreciated unsolicited phone numbers in the good old days, and they sure as heck don't want the number of someone who's been gawking at them on a plane for hours today, unquote. I'm kinda, yeah, they did appreciate in the good old days. That's how you got a That's how you <laughs> met well, people. Well, here's the thing. There are some people that are on your side of this. There was one woman named Juliet Jones who on Twitter put up a whole story saying that that she met her, a guy she dated for six months via one of these napkins one of these specific delta airlines coca-cola napkins well, and currently like in the current time yes wow yeah yeah that's right you can still meet people in person it takes oh it's a fucking scary to like ask someone for the or drop do something cool like drop a number off. by the way have you ever gotten a number on a plane or like a train or any kind of public transport you guys ever done that uh i i have i have not no I have gotten a number on a plane. Yeah. On a plane. I've gotten one on, a, on an Amtrak train one time. That was pretty fucking nice. cool. Yeah. yeah. She was she was like smoking. Like I seriously thought there was like a hidden camera or something, or like her friends were like at the other end of the train ready to like fuck with me. She, it was just it was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't convert yeah. mine. How did yours go? Uh well, she lives in another city. So I mean uh. we texted back and forth. We tried to hang out a few times, but then like because she's hot, she three months later magically had like a serious boyfriend or something. But yeah, like I mean, awesome person. That was it's still a fun thing to think about. You know what I mean? Like fuck yeah! I just like I happened to just uh, it was a smooth moment too. Because what happened was every time I get up to get a drink, because you can drink on the Amtrak, there's like a bar in there. Every time I got up and I went to get sit back down, as I was walking by, she gave me this like huge smile. And I was just like, Damn. the first couple times I'm like, wait, is she looking at me? Like okay. And then she. I'll give her credit for interacting as her stop came up. She walked up a few minutes before and she's like, Hey, like I'm going to leave. And, uh, this is one of the only smooth things I've ever done in my life. I go, you're not allowed to leave yet. You never gave me your number. 
and then she yeah. boom that's right. awesome wait that was your first interaction you had just been smiling the whole time yeah that was the first thing you yeah. said then she walked by me like hey i have to leave now and then I, yeah and then i said that to her and she gave me your number and uh yeah the freaking ghost of will chamberlain took over <laughs> phil causey and yeah. was just like you can't leave yet it was it was <laughs> fucking your awesome number yet. <laughs> yeah and this is like three or four years ago i gotta yeah i mean maybe i should text her again that's a really heartwarming story that makes me happy for like you and that you had that interaction that's so nice so these things know. do happen in real life <laughs> they're awesome. not they're not creepy and that's the thing i, I think i'm uh, i'm definitely with you sandeep i don't think i don't think it's it's a creepy thing to meet people in person but some people do people jerk off to your people find you people you meet online find your you on facebook and fi- go to your bikini pics and jerk off to you and then and then instant message you. I think you're proje- I think you're projecting a little bit in this one, Sandy. No, I mean this is how people do it. <laughs> no, I think I think it's and connected. How is that cr- not I think it's connected. I mean, because Tinder, I mean, like what what the the one tweet was just like, oh, I don't want the number of someone that's been gawking at me for like three hours. But I'm like, Tinder matches you up based on proximity. Like, yeah, it's a proximity think- that you're on a plane together. Like you are. What do you think the guys matching Tinder with are doing with when you put your all these pictures online on your Instagram? They're they're fucking they they're stalking you. It's way it's way worse than the oh he saw me in person and found me attractive. You know it's a fun question. Like what percentage of guys literally just use Tinder to jerk off with, and what percentage of women just use it to like get free compliments and never meet anybody with? I would say it's a double digit percentage of both. Wait, I don't think you use Tinder to jerk off. Wait, what was I saying? Th- that's kind of what that's what he was saying, right? Well. Yeah, but the not option is for there. That yeah, the, the option is there. Yeah. No, they'll jerk off to porn because you have because he's fucking. They have porn. They I don't. Have so much I guess. Every, I think I what Cindy was saying is like, like the, the the option, the 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 uh the potential for you to be objectified and live on someone's phone where they can just look at you like a sex object and jerk off is very very high. Yes. But the, then the flip side is, hey, someone's actually like, I think you're attractive. Here's my number. Here's an actual interaction that's labeled as creepy, but like. The Tinder and putting yourself out there on social media. Yeah, I actually recently as- I deleted all my apps recently because I fucking I just realized it wasn't worth the mental toll that it takes. It's just it's not worth the effort, basically. Uh, yeah, you're right though. You know, there's tender uh, tennis elbow. It was there like Tinder pointer finger, <laughs> Tinder finger, yeah, my, Tinder thumb. My right thumb was getting a little bit stronger than my left one, and people were asking questions, so had to get rid of that one. Uh, so as far as the outrage goes on this one, uh, I'm going to go fake outrage because I, for all the reasons Sandy said, I like meeting people in person Now you're Bill, you're married, right? That's correct. And you met your wife in person. IRL baby. Yeah. And yeah. I met my, my only real girlfriend I think I've ever had in person. Okay, and, and Sandeep, you're, you're from the 80s, so you've met people in person. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know, maybe we should get, like, a woman in here. We should get, like, some kind of little, we should get, like, a 22-year-old woman to talk about this. Like, who have we had on here that's, like, super young? Like, Sabrina or somebody? Because mm-hmm. maybe her opinion's different. Maybe she'll, because the, the idea that I think that's in, I could be wrong about this, I think that, that people like it, or women like, like, the apps and stuff, because it allows them to just sort of sort through people that they actually want to interact with. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. so many people want to interact with them. Constantly getting thrown at them in person. Yeah, and, and like they, they they see okay, there's these 400 guys that want to fuck me. Uh, let's see, which three do I actually want to talk to? Like that's sort of the uh, the idea. They like to be able to granularly sort through all their shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I'm I like how woman, let's so. can we can we mansplain what women want? Yeah, I, I just mansplained uh, <laughs> online dating. Apparently, did uh <laughs> did did the article um at all cite that like this did it actually happen? Did anyone drop? The napkin and be like, here's my number. Well, you know, that one woman said that, that lady Julia. Oh, right, that's right. That's she right. Said okay. that, so I'm sure a bunch of people did. Okay. And the thing, the thing that's weird is that people complain about it on social media, but I wonder if anybody actually complained to Delta about it. 
I doubt they did. I think this is a cool thing. I really do. Encouraging people in the modern age to actually, in the digital age, to like talk to each other or at the very least shyly walk up and hand somebody your number. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I I really like it. I think it's cool that it's against the grain. And for the situation, it should cause no reaction at all. It's a fucking napkin that they put the Coke. Just throw it away like other people. What is that? They had to. They had to be like, we missed the mark and we're sorry, and they had to do this bullshit. <laughs> I like the other story because Walmart just like, no, this is our policy, and they didn't actually say sorry. And I'm glad oh, yeah. like when Walmart didn't say sorry. The result of the outrage, by the way, which we do discuss sometimes, was that yeah, they did apologize, and now they have standard Coke slash Delta napkins. They don't have any more blanks for your number anymore. But no, but they like did. We went a step further. Like we really missed the mark on this, and we right. Like they had used all this like. Yeah, it is that stupid modern ridiculous language. language. Yeah, yeah I, language. I'm not a fan of that, and I'm definitely going fake outrage in this one. It sounds like you're with me. No, I'm I'm definitely agree with the legit outrage. <laughs> oh, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, complete legit outrage. I'm uh, that's my ruling. But <laughs> right. Bill, you with us on this one? I'm oh, outraged oh about the outrage. I'm going one step. Further. Yeah, you're actually you you got you got triggered. Well, yes. that, that's like a you you actually got uh, visibly upset about this, which was fun. Yeah, so, yeah, like, like what you said, I, like you're outraged out the outrage. I think that's kind of where I'm coming from, too. Like, first of all, it's a napkin. You can be like, oh, this is cool or like, oh, this is stupid. I'm not going to do it. And then just throw it away. Uh, uh, and yeah, uh, I'm, I'm outraged, like over the outrage. Def- definitely fake outrage for sure. 100 percent. Yeah, this was an incredible story. Just so we're clear, <laughs> we're not encouraging people to be creepy. But hey, you know what? We're encouraging people. Fuck it. Hit on that stranger once in a while. See what happens. <laughs> no, it's way more fun than swiping right. Uh, all right, so fake hours in that one. Now we get to the fun part of the show, or the funner part of the show, where we always ask our guest, Bill Schaefer, is there anything currently that you're outraged about? You want to let some steam off on here in the universe? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> we can talk about some stuff. I don't get outraged. I'm just, I'm, I'm too... I'm too cool for that shit. Um, wow. Okay. I, I, I don't get outraged. I don't have enough energy to really care that much about anything. I mean, there's politics. That stuff matters, but we're all outraged in different ways about that. But I will, uh, two things on my mind. Um, uh, Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, there we go. And then, uh, and then um, uh, the governor of, uh, of Virginia, was it Northam? Is that his name? Uh, black- I don't know the guy's name. You're talking about the, the guy that painted his blackface. The Michael Jackson blackface guy. Yeah, bl- a blackface guy. Well, there's two blackface guys in Virginia. There's two now? Well, there's like the governor One, and there's like the, the attorney governor- general. Yeah, wait, one guy dressed up as Michael Jackson. Okay. Wait, was it? Wait, I got, I'm getting this mixed up. One person um, at a Halloween, he was like a KKK guy and uh, there's another guy in blackface. But then one person said Michael Jackson. The first one is the governor. Yeah, the, the first one, no, he said he, he it was a KKK a, a, and a, a black guy. And then he said that, that was him. But then he's like, no, it wasn't me. But mm-hmm. I did dress up like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from what I understand, the majority of black people don't think he should step down right. for the blackface. Right. And this is like a classic example of white people getting right. outraged. No, so, I'm, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I'm, agree, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Which uh, one is worse, by the way, doing uh, a Kellan member or doing blackface? Which one's more offensive? <laughs> I, I've been trying to figure this out all week. I, I really can't figure. Like, I don't know. Mm. I mean, Michael Jackson's barely black, or at least he was. I'm gonna go KKK. KKK on that one. I think KKK. Is I think Klan's one. probably worse because it's like a hate symbol. Yeah, whereas like black is like you're trying to be black for goofy reasons, but yeah, it's not inherently hateful. Um, I mean, it used to be, but not the way that this it was used in that context. No, I, I actually, um, so CNN actually ran this like op-ed by a black person, and it was very very enlightening about like uh you know this guy is a Democratic governor. Um, he's on the right side of most issues 
And yeah, he did like this stupid thing once, but like some of the biggest champions of civil rights are some of like, haven't always been, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, woke. Woke. Yeah. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln. I mean, look up some quotes of his and he ended slavery. Lyndon B. Johnson, champion of civil rights, straight up real anecdote asked his drivers, like, you want me to call you boy or nigger? Pick one. Like, that's a real thing. And then this guy, Lyndon B. Johnson, and then signs into law the biggest, like, civil rights, like, thing of all time. So I think it's just, like, a cool meditation on, like, yeah, you can, like, not always do or say the right thing, but your actions do speak louder than words, and and you do the right thing. And I think that's – I'm not saying that – I don't know this, the governor, like, the ins and outs of his policies or whatever, but I'm like, there is a danger to, like – you know, kind of virtually say virtue signaling and just like picking off people that are in your own party that are on your side because of like you did the no no, but it's like, but what am I actually yeah, what doing? Like that stuff matters. And I'm not I'm not condoning this guy, but I'm like, this is the question that people need to be asking themselves instead of like just going like the outrage. Like let's really think about like what we're doing and what these people stand for. Yeah. And that and that should matter. I would I I would much rather have a governor who every once in a while makes an off-color comment that comes off as tone deaf than like a Marco Rubio or someone who's like an evil person but pays lip service to like yeah. the right idea. You know what I mean? Like that's that's important. Policy substance matters. What were you going to say, Sandy? That matters. Yeah, I think I really feel like sometimes you got to take the win. Like this guy, he did this 30 years ago if he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, the if, if you're concerned at, about racism, it exists because people were racist. And when people change from being racist to not being racist, that's the ideal outcome. The not the that's the people that's what you're that's what you're fighting for. Race. And so if yeah. this guy was and not necessarily racist in the 80s, but if he was uh not woke and not sensitive and not and but then he spent a whole career running for public office, getting woke, then fighting for and passing things that were really helpful for the black community and for um, and that's the governor. And now you're like being angry at him for how he was 30 years ago. It's right. like, dude, take the win. This guy, this guy came, came, came solidly into your corner and he, and he tried his best. And like, I think the people are messing up the order. They're acting as if the blackface happened today Yeah, where it did it. Like he, he had an evolution and he became on yeah. your side. Well, this speaks to a larger problem. I think it's going on right now with just outrage culture. Cancel where- culture. Yeah, Yeah. what it is, is people are, they're applying new standards to old things. And it's very much not fair because things that were acceptable 30 years ago are definitely not acceptable today in a lot of regards. And so people are being held to these standards that are just fucking impossible Mm -hmm. because you're, you're asking, you're, you're telling somebody like, Hey, you know how you evolved on this critical issue? Well, your evolution isn't fucking good enough for us because you weren't born that way. Yeah. And that's fucking crazy. My understanding of like the, like Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, uh, Gandhi, they all, all the people like that have been involved in like serious racial issues. They Did all Gandhi preached... say the N word a lot too at some point. Or... <laughs> well, but he had like, he had like between Hindus and Muslims and, and he had to bridge that divide and they all practice really radical. Forgiveness. Do they have racial... What are the racial slurs between Hindus and Muslims? Do they have them? They have to have them. They have to. And I don't know them. Actually. Oh, sure damn it. If there's one thing you're, that I makes, sense, that makes sense that there'd be something. I probably know. Yeah, like I the forgot. 1920s in yeah. India and Pakistan, there are probably some killer racial slurs. I'm, yeah. Yeah. There would have to be. Right. How do you not know any, how do your parents not raise you that way? I, Racist. 
Like, and I just read. Yeah. How do, not, how do they not raise you racist enough to know this? <laughs> I'll, I'll ask. <laughs> I'm them. disappointed. I'll, I'll yeah. Out. Next time you you fly home, I want to tell your parents that your white friend wants to know some old school Hindu <laughs> racial slurs. <laughs> but from my understanding, they all practice really like radical forgiveness and like mm-hmm. to not hold people who yeah. who are on your side now to like. Sure. I'm pretty. I'm positive than they would not want this guy to leave as the governor. They don't think. Right. They, I don't think they would. They would say that. Right. For, yeah. For, no. For it's, it's it's the difference between like when you see like you know. Uh, I mean. Like if this governor was also someone who is a real big uh, fucking gerrymanderer, like that guy needs to go. He clearly is holding on to some stuff and actually making life yeah. bad for certain people. What if he was a big Jerry Curler? Uh, Jerry Curler. Oh, huh? and it's back. Huh? And it's back. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think there's definitely like blackface was never okay, but like there's definitely needs to be to your point, Phil, of like of like there are things that are racist, and then there are things that were like of the time, whether right or wrong. They were just of the time, and that's where we were at the. You're like, dude, you ever watch Friends? Like the show Friends. Are you one of those people that Not, thinks Friends is racist now? No, 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 or no, no sexist I'm, or whatever. No, I, I don't watch Friends. I've watched a handful of episodes. I've but watched like, it. Yeah, I, I, watched I, I, watched episode, episode. Yeah. I don't remember all of them. But we, yeah, wait, what's but no, the, but there was one episode in particular where like uh, uh, Chandler's dad played is played by Kathleen Turner. He's like like had a sex change or whatever, and the whole episode is very like transphobic. But like it's played for last because like that's what. That's where we were as a yeah. culture on that. It was on that topic at the like time. Two, like, yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying it's okay, but it's like we're not going back. Hey friends is problematic it's like no that that it's actually a time capsule of where we were and like how far we've come and yeah like i don't know i think there needs to be there needs to be nuance <laughs> hot take we need nuance in our conversation well, no, about we everything just, people need to understand time versus like the evolution of society yeah. on what's offensive and what's not and people yeah. are not acknowledging that anymore yeah you know Although I mean? this guy did say something stupid today, though, <laughs> uh, and that's why I brought it up. Because uh, I'm oh, trying to—he's been saying stupid shit all week. I'm trying to give him the, the benefit of the doubt, and then I think he was on like 60 minutes or something, and he said, "Wait, they did a 60 minutes piece on this? Was it 60? No, no, uh, no. He was—he was on one of the fucking standard shows, Meet the Press. Fucking I don't, Christ. I don't okay, but um, he was talking about like civil rights or whatever, and he referred uh to slavery as like uh oh yeah, and then in the 1600s we had indentured servants from Africa. And someone at the curb was like, no, you mean slaves. And he was like, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I meant. And I'm just like, I'm like, all right, dude. See, like, I'm trying so hard. Oh, to that, but, like, you're stupid, though. Well, the thing is, though, in his defense, though, if he would have used the word slavery, people might have, because you know how people misconstrue shit all the fucking time now. Uh-huh. Like, he said the word slavery, so he must be pro-slavery. Because that's how fucking people are now. You, no, I don't think they're like that. Uh, that's not that's people, not a people thing. are fucking crazy these days <laughs> with know, calm people that. anyway uh that's a good place to end yeah. slavery i think uh okay <laughs> there we go let's uh, end slavery yeah and that's our official stance here in the fake outrage report you can email us anytime you'd like at the fake outrage report at gmail.com follow us at fake outrage rep on uh, that their twitter which we uh we do mostly use these days so not really I'll fucking check it at some point. Uh, um, give us a five star review if you have a second. You can follow Bill Schaefer online at uh, I, Sir William on Twitter. I don't ever tweet, but yeah, Sir William. Is it Sir William? Yeah, I think it, it's Sir William. Yeah, that's kind of badass that you're just Sir William, and you you don't have to attach a number like an underscore to it. Yeah, I, I got lucky that way, but I don't ever I I don't tweet. But yeah, uh, I'm on Facebook too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get on my social media game. I think that's probably what's. Hold me back besides not always being funny. But, <laughs> <laughs> but before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Okay, this Sunday, get the get the paper newspaper. Uh, find the underwear ad. I don't think Sears doesn't even exist. I don't think Sears is out of business. I don't think they, but like find, <laughs> you have to find the black and white middle-aged w- women in their underwear 
and jerk off to them or men. Uh, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> and you have to do that and then and then thank your lucky stars you have fucking Pornhub. That's your assignment, everyone, America. 